Uh, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 350. That's a milestone, 350. The high on uh, this day was 81 in 2007, 10 below in 1996, and 9 inches, that's above my threshold, 9 inches of snow on this day in 1936. I could find no ice outs. Huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, hey now! You can't do that. No, I can't. I'm sorry. I had it on the wrong old button. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Uh, bef- Hello? Hi. Hi. Uh, I want to make a public announcement that uh, even though I talked to Buzz, the uh, greenskeeper at Creature Path, the uh, golf uh, Creature Path is open for kids who want to play. Nice. No, uh, the, the flags aren't in, but the kids can use their imagination. No... Uh, golf carts, of course, that would uh, that would that would prohibit social distancing. Uh, the kids can carry and walk the course until the sun goes down. Fantastic. Uh, pins won't be in until we get a couple of days in the sixties. But the kids uh, uh, who aren't going to school in Garage Logic uh, because Gumption County is adhering to the uh, the closing of schools, those kids, uh, very many of them, are on the golf course. You were, uh, path. You're, you're always a golf freak. Did you like golfing at this time of the year after the uh, thaw, the first thaw? Oh, hell yeah. the early spring? Sure. Is it easily playable, I guess, is my question. Well, it's just the thought of you've, you've come through another winter and let's go. Okay. You know? I told you, 2012 was a hell of a spring. We had been open for a week already. Oh, man. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day in 2012. I have no idea. Uh, in fact, I have no idea what is the wall's ruling on golf courses in the state. Uh, will he, in fact, have a ruling about that? He did go on about how, uh, as, as long as the weather cooperates, go outside, go for a walk, just keep your distance. So I would assume that that would apply to golf courses as well. Just go outside, enjoy yourself, but stay away from each other. I have the Q&A from today's strip, and golf is not covered. What uh, what should matter to you guys is liquor stores remain open. Yeah. yeah, they literally were deemed essential. Yeah. Why are they no. ever? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, I have no idea. Very good. I have no idea. I just adjusted my headphones, Reavers, and I cured the echo problem. Oh, Jesus my God! H. My God, was it me all along? Jesus oh, Sushere! <laughs> Honest to God, you know what I'm going to do? I really I'm going to go over right. there and breathe in your face. Is yeah. what I'm going to oh. do. <laughs> we spent 20 bleeping minutes getting the engineering staff out here, going, "Joe's here in an and echo." You're shrieking like a woman being <laughs> eaten by a shark. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. It's been a rough day here in the boathouse. Uh, oh, no. Uh, well, I, I just have a, a basic home printer. I don't think it was ever intended to be used so industriously as we go through these uh, emails and printing. And uh, she'll, she'll, uh, she'll back down on me, and then I have to let her cool down. And then... And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fire it up again, and then like I get a, a few. Like it's a go-kart that we made on our own. <laughs> Absolutely. Say, we have come across uh, the best Trump impersonation I've ever heard uh, 
to date. Uh, it pales. Everyone else pales in comparison. Who's the guy on Saturday Night Live? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's going through the motions compared to this guy. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. Do you guys know who this guy is? No. I only discovered him yesterday, but I, have, I had not heard of him beforehand. It's just a guy sitting in his house with his hat on, and he's talking about Easter. And if you haven't heard it, buckle in. Here we go. His name, by the way, on Twitter is called the Horse Whisperer. Oh yeah, the Horse Whisperer. H O A R S E, the yeah. Horse Whisperer. Right. Here we go. I might have to start following him. Two hundred and fifty years ago, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, whose full name, you know, he was he was Jewish, so his full name might have been like Christowitz, but. <laughs> God rose him from the dead on a holiday we now call Easter. Not a lot of people know that, but it's it's called Easter. It's when Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter bunny and came back from the dead. So, you know, it's a beautiful story. Very important for the Christians like me. And I have decided I'm announcing today... We are going to bring back the economy on Easter Sunday because God, who, to be honest, is, you know, he's a good God. He's done some, some strong things. Some, let's be honest. His record is, like, not so great, though. Yeah. Uh, he brought one guy back on Easter Sunday, and it was his son, so it was kind of, like, biased. But we're going to bring back the entire economy on Easter Sunday. And at that point, I think basically I'm better than God. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. We're going to do it with great compassion, great strength, tremendous strength, and also toughness. Easter Sunday, we're going to put it on pay-per-view. God versus Trump. Who brings back more people on Easter Sunday? We're doing it. I'm going to fire Fauci probably on Good Friday. And it's called Great Friday for Trump. Great Friday. And that's it. So let's do it. Oh, my God. Let's get... <laughs> Perfect health. Let's get back to work. Jesus Christ, not as good as Trump. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. My favorite line this is... 250 years ago. Yeah. I was trying to cue it up to that one again. Oh, my God. That guy is really good. And he is really good. It sounds like he's making it up on the cuff, which is yeah. what uh, Trump would do. And if you watch the guy, he I think the secret to doing it is keeping your mouth open. Yes. He keeps I, his mouth open. He never closes his mouth. Hold on, I, I was just going to say that. And also, to be horse, yes. which is apparently yes. why he calls himself the horse whisperer. Yes. Yes. It's called Easter. It's called Easter. It's called Easter. Jesus and the two Corinthians <laughs> met the Easter bunny and came. Oh, Jesus God. and the two oh Corinthians met the Easter bunny. Uh, Kenny, really quick. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, see if you can find so his uh, Twitter account. Maybe well, he's, I'm on uh, it right now. Maybe he's the new Frank Caliendo. I don't know, but he, he has about 240,000 followers on Twitter. Oh, so, really? So he, he obviously, and I don't know if it's all, all because he impersonates Trump so brilliantly, but my goodness, is he funny. Mm. Oh. Well, they if you can find Easter some more bunny. of them. Yeah. <laughs> he had the two Corinthians with him. Well, yeah. 
I met the Easter Bunny. <laughs> you want positive news? It's positive Thursday. Oh, God. give me a give Do me I some ever. positive. I've got a stack mm. too for you, by the way. Uh, Miller Lite is donating one million dollars to laid off bartenders after bars and restaurants around the country were closed. Uh, in an effort to, uh, to stop the spread of the disease. Taps are off, but tips are needed. Reads the text in a video the company tweeted. Click to donate to the millions out of work. We'll start with a million dollars. The tweet also included a link to the United States Bartender Guild. I did not know there was such a thing. Uh, National Charity Foundation, which set up a virtual tip jar to help bartenders during the virus. We ask you to help serve us, serve those who serve us, the uh, website says. But Miller Lite kicked it off with a million bucks. Uh, they're headquartered in uh, 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 Milwaukee. Also, uh, Irish whiskey company Jameson, about which I would know absolutely nothing, <laughs> has pledged to match Dollar for dollar donations until March thirty first. They'll go up to a hundred grand for these. Uh, oh, for these that's bartenders. fantastic! Yeah, you want positive? You know what? And, and I've had the, I've had the opportunity doing the uh, highly rated beer show. I've talked to a couple of the executives from Jameson. Uh-huh. Everybody that has ever worked for that company absolutely loves everything about it. That's, that's I've applied the, to. I've applied there. You have, I, huh? Oh yeah, I'm trying to get a job. Oh, what was I'm the joke? Job. Oh, Jesus, he fell oh, in. Jesus. What was the well, he would. Oh no, that was. Uh, yeah, here we go. That was uh, Devin who worked at the uh, uh, the Guinness factory. Sure, sure, sure. And he fell in and he 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 drowned. Oh no! And somebody had to go tell Mary, and Mary said, "Oh, did it take long, Jesus? Did he suffer?" And uh, Johnny had to tell her, "Well, he did. Uh, it did take a little longer than usual because he got out three times to take a leak." <laughs> I found him, by the way. His the comedian's name is J. L. Calvin, C. A. U. V. I. N. And um, he's got some more uh, trumpeter videos. I'll oh, have to. Uh, I'll, well, I suppose you I, have to preview them. Yeah, huh? I have to make sure that there's no uh, there's no naughty words in there. Yeah. How do I find him and get him on my Twitter feed? Uh, I'll help you out with that. Yeah, you'll have to because uh, yeah. I'm at the end of my rope. Jesus uh, at the two Corinthians. Suits, I ran across the Easter Bunny. I ran across a guy on Twitter yesterday, um, and it's for a, like a cowboy museum in Oklahoma City. Cool. And they shut down operations, and there's only one guy there. He's a cowboy uh, who's doing security, and they put him in charge of the social media accounts, and he has <laughs> never tweeted before in his life. And he's doing things like when he's. Do you know what a hashtag is, Joe? Uh, vaguely. He would, instead of using the number symbol as a hashtag, right. yeah. he would write hashtag. Spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he thought, I think he thought he was sending direct messages to his nephews who were helping him, but he was tweeting to them. Yep. And, and so he's finally figured it out, and he's tweeting a couple of uh, times a, a day, and he has got to be the nicest, most oh, polite fun guy in all of America, and I started following him uh, yesterday. I just love him, and he reminds me so much of you, and a lot of my followers are on, on Twitter are saying, you've got to hook this guy up with Such because they can compare notes. All right. You know what that reminds me of? Remember the first couple of weeks and months that Royce got acclimated yeah. with Twitter? Yeah, he was really- He had no idea what anything right. was, and so he would... For instance, he would send a message what he thought to Buster Only or Ken Rosenthal to try to get him on the show. Hey, uh, text roughs, and he'd put out Corey's phone number on Twitter. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
It was so awesome. Oh, it was great. <laughs> a customer in Prescott, Arizona, gave a large anonymous gift to a pizza shop owner who was now paying it forward to staff as the local restaurants get hit by the pandemic. Skyler Reeves, owner of Rosa's Pizzeria, Rosa's Pizzeria, was approached Tuesday by a woman who handed him a white envelope with his name on it. She quickly walked away before he could say anything. Reeves was busy loading orders for curbside pickup and delivery from the restaurant, which serves Sicilian and Southern Italian food, as well as New York-style pizza. When he opened the envelope, he found $2,000 in cash, along with a note. Uh, Hi there, as a neighbor and lover of roses, please accept the enclosed and use it as you see fit for your staff, the anonymous customer wrote. Uh, Reeves told uh, Fox News he was was touched with the craziness going on, and uh, he was overcome with emotion as he already had been forced to consolidate his three Prescott area restaurants, pause his catering company, and stop construction on his newest restaurant set to open next month. He has had to lay off nearly half of his 100-person staff, many of whom are friends, uh, and he's going to use the two grand for them. Uh, He is asking employees to bring him uh, the bill that stresses them out the most, and he will use this money along with personal funds to pay them. Isn't that nice? That's wonderful, yes. And, uh, you know... It's been a tough day here at the mayor's office, but trying to find uh, positive news. But here's a uh, a regular at Skillet's Diner in North Naples, Florida, left a $10,000 tip in a bid to help restaurant staff get through the current outbreak, which has forced eateries to close uh, dining room service, of course, and lose out on wages. Uh, let me see if I have page two. The restaurant has been uh, the restaurant industry, of course, has been hit particularly hard. The owner of the restaurant, Ross Edlin, told WFLA that the customer who chose to stay anonymous explained, "I want each person in this restaurant to get five hundred dollars." The manager distributed the money to the two to twenty employees. Uh, the restaurant, according to the according to the Naples Daily News, Edlin. Estimates he had to lay off 90% of his staff as restaurants have been forced to close and residents are asked to stay indoors and practice social distancing. Isn't that wonderful, though? Somebody mm-hmm. came up with the 10 grand? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Miller, Miller's coming through. Jameson's coming through. Uh, people in Prescott, Arizona are coming through. People in North Naples, Florida are coming through. Uh, it's been fantastic. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Hail you. There, you see, Joe, Reavers and Kenny are doing a substandard job of responding to the official mayoral salute. (laughs) Listening to the GL podcast is at the top of my favorite leisure activities. And in our current state of affairs, GLers need you and the boys now more than ever. I do, however, have one bone to pick with the dum-dums, but my complaint is not without remedy. As I've established, hearing Ravers and Kenny's half-hearted hail you is like a daily slow-drip water torture. May I suggest you enlist the talents of the incomparable Tony Lee to record and mix a sounder featuring the multiple tracks of Kenny, Reavers, Johnny Hyde, and The Rook providing a hearty and enthusiastic hail you acknowledgement. It could go down with the Ray of Hope helmet update and environmental statistic as a classic GL sounder. Or think even bigger. Enlist all GLers across Gumption County, even those of us fighting the good fight in Liberal Lakes, Euphoria, and Diversityville, to submit hail use to Tony Lee, have him work his magic on the mixing board, and you'll have a massive chorus response at your finger trip. 
tips. I hope you will give this your full consideration before delivering your official mayoral ruling. Stay healthy, keep pushing back, and good luck. Loyal listener in the belly of the beast Liberal Lakes area of Minneapolis, Steve Mulholland. Hmm. Well, of course I like his idea because I don't understand why you two have turned on me. Well, why don't, you know what? Let, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Take two. Hail the flashlight king. Where's the party? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, you know, <laughs> one more time. One more time. Hail the flashlight king. No, they're going to be okay. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to work. Hail to the no. <laughs> Can you hear that squeaking today? Oh, yeah. Loud headline, headline, business section, D8. That is officially buried. D8 of the business section. Headline, cheap U.S. corn attracts China again. The first paragraph, cheap American corn is attracting prospective Chinese purchasers again less than a week after the Asian nation picked up most of the supplies, or, or excuse me, the most supplies in almost seven years. So uh, farmers getting happy. The uh, China Chinese buyers are starting to inquire and purchase again. That is very good news. Say, uh, big news out of uh, EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake. Sales of kids' ATVs and Bentelli electric bikes have been steady the last couple of days as customers prepare for home quarantine. We have to close for sales on Friday at midnight, so we will be open today and tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. for last-second needs. Please be aware we are practicing social distancing and constant cleaning of common areas of contact in our store so everyone can be safe. We do still have plenty of Bentelli bikes and scooters along with a few kids' ATVs left in inventory ready to go. Free delivery to the metro area is still available to all GLers. If anyone needs a new Yamaha ATV, side-by-side, or motorcycle, all in stock are being sold at my dealer invoice to move a couple before we close. I really appreciate the GLers' business, and thank you for helping us get through these tough times. Be safe and ride on Tim Bloom, EcoFun Motorsports. That means there will be no Bintelli e-bike demonstration rides on Saturday, but shopping can continue through the EcoFunMotorsports.com website. And uh, unfortunately, what we're we're learning here is that... uh, Per the governor's order, they have to close at 11.59 p.m. tomorrow, Friday, as the new stay-at-home orders uh, kick into place. So take advantage of the uh, great sales prices. Take advantage of the great uh, service. Take advantage of the fact that you'll have your product delivered to you. Contact EcoFunMotorsports.com, or if you're out and about right now, Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. That's a shame, but everyone's doing the best they can. That's huh? right. We're all yeah. going to adapt. Yep. Yeah, we're all going to adapt, and uh, I'm going to be back. That was that was positive because yes. Tim's Tim's a positive guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be back with more positive news in just a moment. Truth, justice, and the suzerain. Uh, dear Joe. Hail I, you. Hail. No, 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 no. I have to say that I am disgusted with the way you folded like a cheap tent on yesterday's show. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have nothing against the name Briar. It is a perfectly nice name, as are most of those you're asked to rule on. You knew this oh. was going to happen. 
However, despite the lack of any new reasonable information, yes, I know that several briars have written in to tell you that they like their name, but is this a reason? You caved on your ruling with when one briar told you that her husband would come and kick your butt. <laughs> I have to wonder, what if Ilhan Omar threatened to have her new husband kick your butt? I don't think he could. If you don't change your mind about making all private hospitals into government-run entities. What if she wanted you to change your stance on whether the salon should continue to rule? You understand my line of thought, I think. One of the reasons we listen to you is that you take a stand and stick with it. Yes, there are times when a position needs to change, but not simply when you are threatened. What trust you take? We trust you to take a position based on reason and stick with it unless you're provided with sound logic to make a change in that position. Do we have to elect a new mayor? This is Laura. This is Laura. David is not as upset as I am from Bogotich, Poland. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. But, but, uh, Bogotic, Poland. Bogotic. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, the guy that was going to come take care of you, wasn't he a veteran of our armed services, namely a, a Marine? That's correct, Kenny. Hoorah! You don't mess with Marines. We all mm-hmm. know that, especially as civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, as a founding member of the Royal Order of the 21sters, regular off-site correspondent, former U.S. Navy enlisted, I hereby call for the enactment of the Garage Logic chapter of the Royal Order of the 21sters Defense Act. <laughs> All 21sters should report to the mayor's boathouse to sign up for rotating guard duty for the mayor. As a personal opinion, Mr. Mayor, this former Marine officer is not a threat, and bending to the opinion of his wife's opinion is nonsense. Since when does the mayor do a complete reversal of a decision unless, God forbid, the CP has also behind the scenes influenced you like some Washington lobbyist? Mr. Bear. Mr. Mayor, take back your reversal and stick to the guns. The Royal Order of the 21st's Defense Force is behind you. Vic Dorso and Egan. Boy, oh boy. So uh, uh, a Mar- I, don't know where, I don't know where to be. Here. A Marine and a, a Navy guy are standing next to each other at the urinals. They finish at the same time. A Marine goes to the sink and a Navy guy heads to the door and a Marine goes, uh, <clears throat> hey, uh, in the Marines, they teach us to wash our hands after we go to the bathroom. Uh, the Navy guy says, uh, it, well, in the Navy, they teach us not to pee all over our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh-oh, here's from Briars. Uh, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. I'm a rabid listener of the podcast in my package delivery truck running Highway 61 on the North Shore. Listening from home this week my kids with my kids as I came up with a game plan for my essential worker plight next week. My 10-year-old son, Briar, took notice for oh. obvious reasons. He was born in Duluth. We heard plenty of Duluth doubles from the maternity ward at St. Mary's. My wife and I felt Briar with an A was more masculine spelling, and it went well with his middle name, Roy, after grandfather. Two years later, we were blessed with boy-girl twins. Naturally, I wanted to stick with the uh, stick with the picker theme and name them Thorn and Barb. I was overruled by the CP as she sensed my cheekiness. <laughs> I was relieved to hear you overturn your ruling on Wednesday's show. Anyone who has crashed brush through the thickness of blackberry bushes or any other briars might describe them as pushing back Brett in Silver Bay. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'm off the hook there, aren't I? Well, I'm not going to reverse the ruling. Uh, the, the child's name is Briar, and there's there's nothing I can do for it. So do, you're not about you're not reversing your reversal. I'm not going to reverse the reversal. Okay. It's bad enough that I reversed. I can't reverse a reversal. Oh, no. so you actually you're ruining your reversal of your well, reversal. Well, it's not that I'm ruining the reversal, but I just can't reverse a reversal. Okay. It was bad enough that I reversed. That would be a double reversal. Right. You know, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. As I hear all the news go on about the total number of confirmed cases of the virus, the news keeps comparing total numbers of cases and not a per capita number. So in light of this, I did some numbers. See the data below. Uh, am I qualified to do the numbers? No. Oh, no, I don't no, think I am no, either. You're not. No, you can't no, do math. Please don't. Yeah. Unless you you want to kill 10, 15 minutes. No. Well, the U.S. Let's, let's see if I can do it. <laughs> when you put it that way, Mister Olson. <laughs> to hell with it. <laughs> Three hundred twenty-seven million people in the U.S. Okay. Well, and wait, it, wait, 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 wait. Let me get out the calculator just to verify, just so we don't get the million emails right. Go ahead. Uh, 327 million people in the U.S. Got it. 69,197 cases of corona. I I thought it was more than that. It's up to 74,000 now. All right. Deaths, 1,046. Okay. That constitutes a rate of 0.021%. Death rate of zero, a cont rate. What's a C-O-N-T rate? Careful. I said C-O-N-T rate. What is that? I didn't say you are one. I said you're Hey, 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 hey. You want me to come back in there? Yes. Desperately. Please. The death rate, I'm not going to do this because I don't know what he means by C-O-N-T rate. Continue? Isn't that short for Continue. I don't know. Contagious? Reavers, are you okay? Reavers is having a panic attack. sound like a dog trying to get some food. No, I'm just thinking of Pat's line. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, anyway. Here we go, here we go. This guy says the death rate in Italy is 10.09%, Spain 7.42%, and in this country... Uh, 1.51%. I, I guess there are people out there crunching the numbers to disabuse us of the idea that we, we should but, be shut down. But, okay, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you struck a nerve with me because we've got more emails from people. God bless all of you that listen to the show that say, well, the swine flu, you didn't cover the swine flu to this degree. Folks, we are just in the beginning stages of this. Yeah. Look at Italy. They are being taken over by this right now. They just had more staggering n- numbers that came out five minutes ago. Just because you're in Beltrami County and you haven't had a case of it yet, that doesn't bleeping matter. It's going to hit every single one of us. And just because the rate is very low right now, even in this country, with the coast in New York and in California, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen here. Are you are Trust almost me, done? It's coming. So are you almost take done? those precautions and stop being ignorant about this. Thank you, Chris. I I, I thank you. Absolutely. I don't think I, I don't think he was attempting to light any fires. He was just doing some numbers. But Joe, there are so many. My wife went nuclear on me last night because I had the audacity to stop at the pharmacy. 
because not enough people in this country and in this state are taking it seriously. Did you go in or did you do the job? I literally, I, I walked in. There was one person in there, the cashier, I, and I had to have my asthma medication. Yeah. I grabbed it and I walked right out. Yeah. Oh, so it's over-the-counter stuff. And I, that's the only way I can get it because right. I have right. to give them an ID. Right. There's an underlying well, issue here, Joe, and uh, I don't know if we should bring it up on the. I haven't episode. been allowed to say a word in the last five no, minutes because no, you two, because you two idiots keep hogging the microphone. We're, we're doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. When this is over, I hope we get to the bottom of something, and I'm just going to ask rhetor. And I'm not. This is not to suggest I don't take this seriously. I do. I believe it's real. It's happening. You can see it. When this is over, though, I would like to get a few questions answered. Why is this the first time in history we've shut down the world's most powerful country? This has never happened before. Okay. If, if the answer a, that, this is an easy answer, Joe. No, no. Well, then I'll, I'll counter your so-called easy answer. If the answer to this is because it's never happened before, uh, another way to say that is it's, it's because it's a novel virus, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning new. Right. Well, aren't all viruses novel initially? But none of them are as deadly as this and fast. And the flu I mean, was. The flu is in 1918. The flu was that deadly. And what did we do? Do you remember what we did? We shut everything down. And it, it wasn't just this country. It was across the world. Well, I'm, I, I would like to know. I would, uh, I would imagine there's a story here somewhere, how this happened happened so quickly, and shut down the world's greatest power. Just completely shut it down. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't be. I'm, I'm only like the next person taking the advice of uh, people far smarter than we are, doctors and epidemiologists, and they say we're on the right track. And apparently it's working in Minnesota that we are, uh, unlike what well, Reaver said there's your proof. in his in his rant, uh, Minnesotans do seem to be taking this seriously. Yeah, and that's proof there, that it's working, Joe. There is not a great spike in the curve. Uh, and it's apparently working well enough that the governor would wish to continue this through at least April 10th, right? Mm-hmm. And keep keep schools uh, shuttered till May. Uh, if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. Becker, Beltrami, Benton, Big Stone, Blue Earth, and Brown are your B counties. That's right. Mm-hmm. How did that come up? Because I mentioned Beltrami County earlier. Oh, and you weren't doing your job. Yeah. So uh, I had to do it for you. You know what? You're being unduly influenced by the GLers that are poo-pooing all of this and flooding your inbox. That's what's happening to you. Because Blew this, out my printer. This is, a change, this is a change in thinking coming from you, Such. No, 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 no. I'm taking this seriously. I'm self-quarantined. But I'm you, at home. But again... I'm the, at home. The thing is, the... the, the Okay, let's let's just take the state of Minnesota. You know, we're, we obviously have fewer cases right now than the state of Wisconsin, and people are saying, "Well, it's not that big of a deal." And I know that there's only a select few people. I, I know it's not everyone, but because we're taking these measures, that's why this isn't spreading to the degree that we initially thought it was going to. Because we were, and I, I'll foghorn myself, because we were proactive. Be- before the bleep hit the fan, yeah, I'm I'm adhering to the admonishments. I'm not I'm not scoffing at this. Right. So don't tell me I've changed my mind. I'm beginning to ask rhetorical questions. I don't even think they border on skepticism. I want to know some. I want to know the dynamics 
uh, maybe I'm answering my own question. The dynamics of shutting down the world's greatest country are to save as many lives as possible. Is there something behind that that you'd like to talk about? What do you mean? Maybe the origin of this and how it got here and why it's killing people so fast. And yeah, I'd, I'd like to it, know that. Is, yeah. is it organic or is it man-made? And is the spread organic or is, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, two weeks ago, I came up with this scenario as a lark, as a joke, yeah. just to, yeah. you know, kind of light a fire. And uh, we're actually seeing a lot of that now. People... <laughs> I've, I have an I have an invite out to Mike Osterholm again. I'll take him whenever he's available. And here, there are two things I want to know: what is a virus, and what what has to happen on Earth, or in the in the human body, or wh- wherever it starts? What has to happen to have a virus created? Right. I don't know those answers. Hmm. Uh, I had a piece, I believe I threw it away. I, it was something called like maybe nature science, and they did talk about the origins. And they were quite clear uh, from their perspective that this is organic and it came from the animal world. And it's a mutation of shell uh, of, of uh, cells. Would that be yeah, uh, correct? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, something right, along that order. If I remember right, yeah. Yeah, it's a mutation of some sort, but I would love to have that explained to us. But don't, uh, you, any- but don't each each of you, and, I, and I'm speaking for myself, but don't each of you find comfort in the fact that in 2020, we possess the most state-of-the-art technology, some of those brilliant medical minds the world has ever known, and the fact that we now have a chance to combat this with something that we each can take where we'll be... A, you know, immune to that going forward because I do. I do take. You'll it. find out. You'll find out on Easter. Uh, me and two Corinthians <laughs> in the Easter. Not even close. Not even close. Will, but absolutely, we'll see who rises to most people from the road. <laughs> Saved his own kid. Absolutely, Chris. My concern is how many are going to die before we get enough of the yeah. before it's number one yeah. invented or whatever, and and before it's made available for the mass market for the whole world. You know, that's yeah. my concern. How yeah. many are we going to lose? Uh, just a minute, I'm looking something up. Here. This has gotten very far away from positive. Well, but you know, but back, I, I still have some great positives. Coming but out. back to the uh, back to the Italy comparison. The reason that Italy is facing such dire consequences is because when they shut down the schools, people were still going out. Yeah, they were still going to the bars, to the pubs. They were still going out at night. They weren't. They weren't socially distancing. Until it was too late. And then they, they, the, the hospitals were overrun, and doctors were having to pick who was going to live and be treated and who was going to have to be left to die. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, there's an article in the paper today about that very topic, deciding who gets to die, who's going to sacrifice themselves for the younger people. Do we waste a rest? Or not, uh, not waste. Resuscitate. Do, yeah, do we yeah. resuscitate? Do we use a respirator on this guy, because, and he's 80 years old, or do we use it on this kid who's 30 years old? You I'm know? shoving young people out of the way. I, uh, <laughs> if you're in my way uh, for a ventilator, I'm sorry. Uh, Papa Joe. Joe needs his. Look out, kid. I'm, I'm ahead of you here. You'll be first after me. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't know what it'll come to. I, I hope we don't face these decisions. And I hope we don't uh, either, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I'd have to win, and that would be look terrible if I, you know. I would be. I would have been bad on the Titanic. I, I probably would have dove Give off the ship. Give me that boat! <laughs> uh, I hope not. Say, uh... Is this positive? 
tell me if this is positive. I've got two items here that I've wrote down as positive with a question mark. Is this positive? Chaska-based, a let me reword this, a Chaska-based pillow company is helping manufacture masks for healthcare workers. The That's mask, my pillow. Yep. The masks will be used by the brave men and women in healthcare facilities across the country and will not be available to the general public, the company uh, said in the statement from Mike, the inventor and founder. And uh, here's where my question comes in. Uh, he has emerged as a possible 2022 opponent to Tim Waltz. He brushed off speculation uh, for a run in 2017, but says he is now keeping the door wide open. Joe, is that in fact positive? The or only positive that I heard is that he's uh, apparently uh, charitably enough uh, converting much of his production to uh, the manufacture of face masks. And I have no comment about whether he'd be a good governor or not. I'd have to think about it. And here's why I will say, yes, it is positive, because I know where some of these masks are going, and Mike's heart is 100% in the right place here. Cool. Uh, Mayor, just listened to the podcast discussing Ford stepping up to manufacture ventilators and another company making face shields. Private citizens are stepping up, too. The salon is not needed to save us. Here's a story out of California, but there is a Minnesota connection. The nurse's father is a Minnesota guy raised on a farm in Red Lake County. How do I know? He's my uncle. She's my cousin. And this is a uh, story of private uh, people making face shields for medical workers. It was set, They set up shop a year ago, and they have made and given to hospitals over 5,000 face shields so far. It's funny. I started snickering because uh, Mike at My Pillow and Ford and the other auto companies, and your mention of the salon. What are these companies that are stepping forward? They're capitalists. Yeah, <laughs> yes. They're, it's the American dream. Yes. They're making money. They're manufacturing goods, and they're hiring a hell of a lot of people. They're everything that the salon hates, yes. and they're the ones yes. saving us. Mm-hmm. God bless Say- America. Uh, Safety and confidence in your car purchasing experience are at the utmost importance to the people at Countryside in Maplewood, Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. And to make uh, your shopping experience much easier and safer, if you will, you may take a virtual tour of any car at the dealership. They can be de- the cars can be delivered to your home for inspection and demos. They've been fully sanitized. Don't worry about that. They got those disinfectant wipes. All financing and loans can be handled online or over the phone. Interest rates are low. It's a great time to buy. The 2020 Volkswagen Tiguan's are on the ground and ready to go. The Volkswagen Atlas, these are great SUVs. You know, this could revolutionize sales in the future. How so? I think for a number of businesses, when they when they discover uh, that their uh, customers or potential customers love this kind of convenience, this might be the way you buy cars in the future. You go to the website, you pick out a car, they bring it to your house, you test drive it, you like it, you either buy it or they take it back. It's fantastic. Uh, and this is done now with the Fiats, the Alfa Romeos, and the Volkswagens at Countryside. This is a multi-generational dealership. They don't own 50 stores. They've been located uh, for 50 years or more right there at the southeast quadrant of Highway 61 and 36 in Maplewood. Uh, and it's a great way to do your shopping. Go online, SchmelzVW.com. I just had a buddy who got a new car from Schmelz. SchmelzFiat.com. He got a Volkswagen. Schmelz Alpha romeo.com uh glance at what you like arrange a uh, meeting they'll bring it to you 
that is Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood. We'll return sh- uh, shortly with some uh, very positive news as it pertains to the salon. Turn a negative into a positive. Such, uh, he's pretty good at it. And Mike Schoonover of Schoonover Body Works and Glass in Shoreview, also an ace. Schoonovers, uh, of course, we all know this GLers family owned, one stop, third generation body shop, the sole sponsor of today, Positive Thursday at GL. So uh, anyway, uh, I've got to got to tell you the truth, Mike. Uh, I'm doing at least one panic a day, uh, a panic attack a day now. So I'm hoping you can. Kind of talk me off the ledge here, Mike. Uh, what's the current climate up at the shop in Shoreview? How are you guys doing? Well, hey, Kenny. Um, and let's let's walk you off the ledge here real quickly, okay? Grab me by the collar. If, if you want to, if it makes you feel better to be miserable, then you just go ahead and do that. But uh, <laughs> let's try it. Let's try something different. I like ha- I like happy Kenny. Yeah, happy Kenny is when everybody's happy. But yeah. I, you know, I think so. Uh, you know, we we heard the heard uh, Governor Walz's uh, press conference yesterday, and and I guess I have more optimism because we actually have a plan. It oh. sounds like there's a plan in place. Yeah, it sounds like at the federal level there's going to be a you know a plan in place, and it sounds like uh, you know there's other folks out there that are tired of being at home, and you know I think we can strike a balance of of keeping everybody safe and, and healthy and doing the right thing and, and getting our economy going. So, um, but I, I do know I'm, I'm getting, it's, it's, this is really testing our resolve as a country because it's very obvious that a lot of people have never experienced uh, losing or have failed at anything. And, um, you know, not that I'm a big advocate of, of failure, but, uh, sometimes you got to learn how to do that, or sometimes you got to learn with, you know, living with adversity. And and uh, we we're all facing it right now, all together. And <laughs> I think we're going to be better on the backside of this, whenever that is. So it's it's tough um, not being able to control or having any kind of control at, at all over our futures. I think that's what's throwing a lot of us off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we got to be in control of how we're handling it and how we're going to manage it and, and what we're going to do when all this is done. Cause if we, if we give up, I mean, I just, I, I'm, you know, listening to other talk radio and, and, you know, social media and all this kind of stuff. And there's just a lot of people that just want to be miserable Yeah. and Kenny yeah. don't be one of them. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm trying Mike and, uh, Reavers and I were up at your shop last week and, uh, it sounds like you guys are keeping really busy. I heard a lot of commotion, a lot of tools, uh, in the shop there. So, uh, hopefully you guys are keeping busy. Uh, you've been in business up there in Shoreview County E right off Lexington for 80 years. You're always consistently rated as one of the number one body shops here in the Metro. We all have a choice, GLers. Our choice at Garage Logic, Schoonover Body Works and Glass, uh, and the website, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Thank you, Mike. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you. Suit you, boy. Hi. <laughs> and we're back. And scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is Schoonover's open? Yeah. 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 Yep. Essential. They're considered essential. Yep. Wonderful. And I'm not joking. If you haven't seen the before and after pictures of my vehicle that I paid for, 
that's reason enough alone to go up to Schoonovers. Yeah, I, I when this uh, when the dust settles, I've got uh, two jobs for Mike, uh, and I can't wait to get them done there. It, I was so impressed by your car, Reavers. And, and, and by the way, tail between the legs, Joe, uh-huh. Joe, you 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 were right. You were right. What the the polished headlights look. Look, look much better. So. Oh, there's, uh, you, you know, you Mountain Dew drinking swiller, you <laughs> driving around with those yellow Mountain Dew colored headlights. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You, you were right. I was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I just got some really bad news. Oh. IndyCar announces the Indy 500 has been postponed no. until August 23rd. It's always, 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 always been on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Well, what I'm finding interesting uh, is that these dates uh, are floating. Uh, they have they they really don't hold much water because no. it's all subject to change. Yeah. Yeah. These dates are floating. Uh, t- tomorrow was to have been the initial day to reopen Minnesota. Right. Uh, I think it's with some great understanding that we can now under uh, appreciate why that will not happen. Well, and I don't want—I'm not ripping walls in any. But all of the dates he put out there yesterday—that's just—that's a goal. Much like the, the the president's claim of hoping to reopen by Easter, that's just a goal. That doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen. That's going to be on pay per view. Pay per view. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God only grants you one guy. <laughs> I can't do it without sounding like Sid. Yeah, you really do. (laughs) After banning plastic grocery bags for the environment, some states are liberating them over coronavirus concerns. Uh, This is fantastic. It's another another, uh, reprimand to the salon. Massachusetts joined New Hampshire in banning reusable bags and freeing one-use plastic and paper grocery bags over concerns that reusable bags were threatening public health during the coronavirus epidemic. New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, a Republican, banned reuse. Is that John Sununu's kid, I wonder? Look that up, uh, 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 Kenny. Give me the name one, one more time. Well, the governor is Chris Sununu, S-U-N-U-N-U, Sununu. But isn't there a, what was John Sununu? Well, you'll find it. Uh, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, a Republican, banned reusable grocery bags and explicitly cited concerns. John Sununu is his brother. Yeah, was that right? What was John Sununu's claim to fame? He he has a brother and a father, both named John Sununu. What was John Sununu's claim to fame? John H. Sununu, governor of New Hampshire. Look at you. No, there was a there was a Sununu who had a federal role. Also, yeah. a his Republican. brother is a Republican in the United States senator from New Hampshire. There oh, you are. Yeah. There you are. Uh, our grocery store workers are on the front lines of COVID nineteen, working around the clock to keep New Hampshire families fed. Said Sununu. In a uh, press conference with identified community transmission, it is important that shoppers keep their reusable bags at home given the potential risk to baggers, grocers, and customers. On Wednesday, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker also liberated plastic bags from their dishonorable exile. From now on, reusable bags are prohibited, and all regulations on plastic bag bans are lifted, said Baker. The temporary order also banned stores from charging for plastic or paper bags. 
While many local and state governments banned plastic bags out of environmental concerns, many studies have shown that these bans are ineffective and some show that they result in even worse outcomes for the environment. It is a great uh, lesson uh, that the salon is learning here as they remain curiously silent in both Minneapolis and St. Paul. They, I'm, I'm really hopeful that they're realizing that, they, that everything they've wanted, everything, is completely backwards in the event of a situation we're now in. Yep. Everything. Well, even, I believe it was, was it Target earlier today? They didn't ban the reusable bags, but they basically said that to take measures to ensure the safety of staff and client or in customers that if you bring a reusable bag you're bagging that crap yourself well they're all furred with mold <laughs> and, right uh, crap this one held by cats yeah well <laughs> it never occurred to me that of course uh, the bagger kid's going to reach into the bag right uh but the point is, there was no need to ban the plastic bags. That was virtue signaling. That's all it was. The ban had nothing to do with attempting to weigh the consequences of that in the event of a pandemic. Uh, the insistence on high-density housing was never viewed with consequences. The rush to mass transit was never viewed with consequences. The use of a communally shared bicycles and scooters was never viewed with consequences. It was all a function of we're being led by the wrong people. Yep. We keep electing the wrong people uh, because the right people won't run. They're not running. So we're stuck with these louts. And it's a, it's a crying shame because everything they advocate is completely backwards in the times of... Here, here's the deal. Here's why they must realize it. Give it and to here, us. Tell okay, me. here's why they must realize it. All right. This isn't, this isn't going to be a one-and-done show. Uh, if anything, what this pandemic is telling us is that... The world might be in for a wild future of these kinds of illnesses. Mm -hmm. We don't know where they're coming from. We don't know how they develop. Uh, what we're also learning is that for the first time, well, first time since 1918, the United States is certainly not protected. The United States is certainly not immune. So shelter-in-place provisions in the future could become death sentences with the way the salon views the future. How about the 2040 plan, which includes a change in zoning laws to disabuse people of the very audacity of owning their own home? They want to change the zoning laws in single-family neighborhoods so that developers or whatever could put clusters of people on top of each other, and there goes the sanctity and sacredness of the American dream. Mm -hmm. There is nothing immoral, unethical, or illegal about wanting to own your own home. The 2040 plan not only eliminates or makes it tougher to own your own home, they don't give a damn if you if you own your own home because they're going to place a fourplex next door to you if the need arises. What do they do? Shelter-in-place orders are going to become death sentences. I don't think that's hyperbole. Not at all, no. If you get a disease worse than this one and you get a shelter-in-place order in 2040, uh, see you later. You're not going to have enough body bags. You're still that gonna... was not very positive, Joe. No, it sure as hell wasn't. You're still going to have people going up and down the halls, down to the parking lot, over across the street to the Tom Thumb. It, it's just, it doesn't work. Two years ago, it would not have occurred to me, not that I would have rented a, a bicycle or a scooter, but in the event I did, it would not have occurred to me to run home and wash my hands. No. Now it does. Now we're paranoid about touching doorknobs. Yeah. Cash machines. Carrying around 
wipes. There's, That's there's, not very positive, Joe. There's businesses that don't even <laughs> deal with cash anymore. It's card only, so they don't have to touch it. Are you a member? Of what? Of what? <laughs> no, what's, what's positive is that we have a chance here. The citizenry has a chance to insist that the salon opens its eyes. Here we go. The salon must come to grips with the idea that they've been wrong-headed. The salon must come to the grips that their virtue-signaling attempts to save the earth. Save the earth for whom? If you're going to wipe out generations of people through disease because of the way you insist that people live. It doesn't make any sense. You have been useless to us. You have been useless. I look forward to the leaders of the salon coming out and, uh, you know, I'm kind of looking down at their feet and kicking the dirt and admitting that what you just said. And the salon's uh, mouthpiece, the Star Tribune, when am I going to see an article uh, in the back of the op-ed section saying what you just said? Yeah, I, know, I'm, I, I, I hope you do. I'm, I'm not sure you will. You will in the Sunday Pioneer Press. Because no. oh. I got up early like a good boy and wrote my column. Not a boy. Did you go yeah. down? Did you go down there? No, I went right here to my computer. Well, that's got to be a first. No, I did it last week too. It's the second time I've written from home. Wow. But let me share a little something with wow, you. Wow, that is new. That's you are ad- you are adapting, my man. Let me share something with you. Go ahead. <laughs> For some reason, last week when I did it, see, I have to I have to email them the column. Sure. And so last week, uh, I, I, I opened the Pioneer Press email, which miraculously enough, I can now access from here. a boy. And, and I was offered that icon where you can create a new email. Yes. Yes. And that, okay. And that's how I did it last week. This week, yeah. when I opened the email, I, for the life of me, could not find that icon and literally had to compose the email as though I were writing an email. I damn near went blind. So wait, wait a minute. minute. Wait In a order minute, to write minute, your column, you you created a new email and then oh. wrote your column as an email? Let me start again. Kenny. Here we go. Here we go. Last from week top, I'm listening. I'm paying last attention. week last week I was able to find that icon that I pressed on create new mail. And that gives you a wider screen to write on. It oh, was fairly right, right. fairly agreeable. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. This week, I couldn't find that. So all I could find was compose. And that puts you over in the corner and gives you very narrow margins and very tiny print. And I had to write it as though I was emailing somebody about an MG for sale. And and it just it damn near I damn near went blind. You wrote your column on an email in a tiny little window. Yep. The whole and, damn and thing. And guess what? Two fingers. <laughs> and it Two got pointers. there. It, it all worked out. But I uh, Does it ever occur to you to maybe uh, call the CP in from the other side of the house? Yeah, have her, have her just, offer up some advice. Just on how to have do her it. open up a page yes. for you. Okay, okay. You think I'm that dumb? Here's what else I did. I thought, well, there's got to be a way I could write a Word document. Yes. Where, where you oh. can set... Oh, you I'm know, not, Kenny, you, will you I, settle no, down? No, 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 no. I'm so excited. You know what a Word document is. Oh, for Christ's sake. Uh, so <laughs> I, so I, I experimented with that this morning uh, because my theory was, couldn't I write a Word document, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cut it, and paste it to an email and there send it go. in? There you go. I, the cut and paste uh, Copy, deals. Copy, paste, yes. Yep, yep. Yeah, yes, it didn't work. It didn't work. Wait, wait, because you did you cut or did you copy? 
Oh, God. I think I cut. See, oh, if you cut, oh, Joe. that's a no-go. That's well, it was gone. a practice line that said, hi there. Then I just tried to see if I could do it. I didn't, I didn't write a whole column and then cut it. I just did a practice deal to see if I could make that happen. I love how you get sarcastic and make try to make us sound like dum-dums. Oh, yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're so I've been, awesome. I've been through it, man. I've been through it. <laughs> you know. I'm a I know what I'm at, talking about. I'm a write-my-column-at-home kind of guy uh, now. I can do that. <laughs> uh, by the way, really, really quick, uh, we have a special request from Jim uh, because he was going to listen to the show today with his uh, beloved wife. Okay. All right, so this is a special request for Jim, who wanted to hear the coronavirus soundbite. Because of coronavirus, you are going to be quarantined, but you have a choice. Do you, A, quarantine with your wife and child, or B? B. <laughs> he says it twice, B. I know, B, B, B. B. He, play says, it. he said, Reavers, please play it again, because I'm going to sit here at home and listen to it with the wife. Play, play for that guy. <laughs> Play, play for that guy and his wife. Let's replay the horse whisperer because oh. I can't get enough of that. Oh. I, I just can't get enough of that. Okay, give me a second. Cause I All he's looking for it, Such. There's a there's a sales guy. One of the sales managers for one of the stations came in today. Uh, because he had to do like five minutes of work. Yeah, he's staying all day. He's just <laughs> he's just sitting in his office. He's, he's not doing work. He's not watching TV. He's just sitting. There. Is he the guy that gives you the two fingered salute? Uh, he, I don't know. He's no. he's a good guy uh, yeah. uh, and a friend of the program. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah. yeah. Two hundred and fifty years ago. 250. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whose full name, you know, he was he was Jewish, so his full name might have been like Christowitz, but <laughs> God rose him from the dead on a holiday we now call Easter. Not a lot of people know that, but it's it's called Easter. It's when Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter bunny and came back from the dead. It's a beautiful story. Very important for the Christians like me. And I have decided, I'm announcing today, we are going to bring back the economy on Easter Sunday. Because God, who, to be honest, is, you know, he's a good God. He's done some some strong things. Some, let's be honest, his record is like not so great, though. Oh my God! Uh, God forgive. He us. brought one guy back on Easter Sunday, and it was his son, so it was kind of like biased. But we're going to bring back the entire economy on Easter Sunday, and at that point, I think basically I'm better than God. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. Toughly. We do it with great compassion, great strength, tremendous strength, and also toughness. Easter Sunday, we're going to put it on pay-per-view. God versus Trump. Who brings back more people on Easter Sunday? We're doing it. I'm going to fire Fauci probably on Good Friday. And call it Great Friday for Trump. And that's it. So let's do it. Let's get... <laughs> Perfect health. Let's get back to work. Jesus Christ, not as good as Trump. Oh, my God, help me. That is so good. Okay, even if you are the most devout Trump follower, you still have to find that funny. I I, I made sure the devout Trumpers got this, and they're rolling on the ground laughing. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, that's that's just wonderful. Oh. Uh, hi, Joe. My day to be a frequent contributor. I honestly think my views on President Trump are close to yours. That said, I've been away from public radio for a short while now, and I think it's done me a lot of good. Uh, thank you. I believe this is one of your recommendations to take a break from the media occasionally. Yeah, except for Garage Logic. However, on returning to NPR and their coronavirus coverage, I've noticed an incessant anti Trump drumbeat in the background. I think it's similar to the anti-Bush reporting during Hurricane Katrina when the reporter tried to get people in New Orleans to blame Bush for the decision. They had a whole show the other day about misinformation the administration has spread about the coronavirus. This might be legit reporting, but I seem to detect a smug, self-righteous tone in their reporting, and I believe their bias is on display again. I think if the other party were in power, they would be doing a background chant of they're doing all they can, they're doing all they can, they're doing all they can. With this administration, the background chant is not enough, not enough, not enough. If I were a political cartoonist, I would draw a statue of Trump with the opposition trying to bust up the statue with a series of clubs. Bent, mangled, and unsuccessful clubs littering the area around the statue would be labeled Russians, Russians, Russians. Then I lost the second page of this. God dang it. What the? I told you, it's been a rough day here in the uh, in the boathouse. That was from uh, yeah. Michael. Michael. Oh, thanks, Michael. Yeah. We appreciate Shoot. it. Uh, where in the hell's the second page? It's next to the Jesus and the two Corinthians when they met and the, the Easter, Easter Bunny. bunny. <laughs> yeah. You only save one guy, and I, you know if I was biased, it was his kid. You know. We, so uh, I, I agree with what Michael's saying. There you uh, go. There you go. In fact, I, I think uh, if I, you can double check me on this. I believe that uh, NPR has stopped or will stop carrying the presidential updates on the virus because they believe it to be insufficient to their standards and that's a government-funded news organization now not reporting on the government oh that's a fascinating take mm-hmm. oh very interesting well verify that for me corroborate for me i would never Did would you say n or m no, no Nash- i would go i would go with national okay, yeah, go right, right, just right uh, just google will npr stop carrying presidential uh updates on coronavirus and, and if so uh, they can pat themselves on the back, but they're behaving foolishly, just foolishly. Well, does that surprise you? No, it does not. Yeah. No, it does not. Uh, it just says, I'm not seeing anything official. Uh, I'm not seeing anything official that that will happen. That doesn't mean it won't happen. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just seeing NPR's evolving coverage of live White House updates. Um, I'm not seeing anything in the news. In the, in the well, news perhaps I misread it then. Perhaps I misread oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, Seattle NPR station says it will no longer carry Donald Trump's coronavirus briefings, but that's just the Seattle NPR station. Well, uh, Seattle, that doesn't surprise me. That's home to the uh, high-density people who want to kill us all. That's the only news I can see right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Well, what service are you providing your listeners? In this case, zero. Yeah. But the people that most likely would listen to NPR, wouldn't you say the vast majority of them would agree with that decision? Well, then they're fools because they're allowing somebody else to make up their own mind for them. Exactly. Well, isn't that what we basically have said in, on this show for decades? Uh, no, GL, GL trusts that you, you put it out there whether you like it or not. It's up to you whether you no, it, what accept I'm saying, it. What I'm saying is... 
the, the vast majority of the people that would decide to use that outlet for their news source would probably be okay with them canceling the coverage of the president. So, so where are they going to get that coverage? Is somebody behind the scenes, a producer, going to listen to and or watch the press conference and then... What write the story as he or she? Well, you sees know the fit? answer to that. Can there, you? There, there, there's me. two. There's two ways to answer Reaver's question. Uh, one is yes, the people uh, that regard that as their only source of news uh, probably would be comfortable with turning their backs on the president, but they're foolish people who are surrendering their own freedom to make up their own minds. They're they're allowing uh, the people whoever work for the Seattle station to do that for them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not willing to do that. And the the behind the scenes folk, you know, the the reavers and the rookies of the NPR station, they're going to grab certain sound bites and then use those at their top and bottom of the hour news reports as they see fit. That's what yeah. will happen. Yeah. Uh, Tim writes: There are many companies working fervently behind the scenes to develop medical solutions to the coronavirus pandemic. One of them is a Sioux Falls, South Dakota company called SAB Therapeutics that is developing developing antibodies for the COVID-19 virus. Antibodes are proteins normally produced by our blood plasma that attack bacteria and virus. SAB Therapeutics has developed a herd of specially cloned dairy cows that they use to produce antibodies. These cows have been genetically modified to produce human antibodies rather than cow antibodies. Really? This may sound like science fiction, but the company has used the technique in the past to produce antibodies for the Ebola and MERS viruses. If you want to see this yourself, you can go to KELO Land. K-E-L-O land, one word, dot com. It's a CBS affiliate in Sioux Falls. I, I, I hesitate to make that public because we have morons among us who would protect the cows. Oh, boy. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. We have morons among us who would place the value of the car above the, uh, the cow above the value of the human. Uh May, might we take a short time out so I can uh, spray some more WD-40 on my chair? <laughs> This is Patrick Ricey for The Canopy Group. Do you make practical decisions based on being lucky? Do you have one agent representing only one company for your home and auto insurance? Are you hoping they are lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price for you? Uh, The Canopy Group believes you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You deserve a true and tried process. The Canopy Group has a dedicated team of 30 professionals and hand selects their 16 companies. They match each client with the company that best fits their individual needs. This due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck, just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Request a quote today at thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Suchere. All right, boys, pay attention. Uh, I talked to Todd from 30 Bales, our buddy Todd over at 30 Bales Restaurant yeah. late, late yesterday. Check this out. So they went to curbside. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll come out to your car and drop off your goods. Mm-hmm. Their response has been so good. How good, how good is, is it? So they not only have uh, their select menu, but they also brought back the Big Ten subs, which is what their previous location was at 30 Bales, Main Street and uh, in downtown Hopkins. Yeah. 
They had not one, not two, but five different GLers that called in, wanted to buy a gift card, and said, donate it to the Hopkins Area Food Shelf. Wow. Wonderful. That Wonderful. is how spectacular this audience is. Thanks, GLers. There was a guy that called in, I believe from Forest Lake. He didn't want his name mentioned. And he said, Todd, I just want to support the business. I support the people that support Garage Logic. Do whatever you'd like with the gift card. Donate to a food shelf, what have you. So Todd wanted me to personally thank all of the GLers that have reached out and either done the curbside pickup or have done a gift card donation. If you want to do the same thing, check out their menu, 30bales.com, and give them a phone call right now if you want to place an order for maybe tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, what have you. Uh, their curbside pickup is available till 7 p.m. every day of the week. Week, but make sure you let them know that you heard about it on the Garage Logic podcast. And Todd and Tom both wanted me to thank you, Mr. Souchere, for letting them be a part of the GL podcast. Well, thank them. Thank yes. you. Are you familiar with Tattersall Brewery? Absolutely. Well, get this. During the break, I was summoned upstairs by the CP. Sure. Uh, while we were doing the show, it turns out one of my sisters, who was a retired nurse, came here and dropped off three large containers <laughs> of sanitizer mm-hmm. produced by Tattersall Fantastic. To, to give to a kid I used to have who is a nurse so that she can take him down to the hospital. So Tattersall Brewery is coming through with the production. Like many breweries have, we've learned this mm-hmm. week, uh, Tattersall is coming through with the production of sanitizer. When we get through the craze phase here, Joe, mm-hmm. make sure you go get the old-fashioned mix from Tattersall. It is spectacular to make an old-fashioned oh oh yeah oh yeah well there is no mix oh oh i make i probably make maybe the one of the world's top five (laughs) old-fashioned i'm just saying there's no mix there's no mix involved no they 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 do trust me it's it's wonderful it's really really good tattersall makes an unbelievable product there's no there's no mix well if there's no mix involved what is it tell me what's in an old-fashioned you get a good whiskey Oh, Uh, oh wait 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry Let's heed to uh, professional bartender El Souchere. Bourbon. Here we go. Tonic water. No, I'm sorry. No. Uh, char- charge water. Charge water, oh. not tonic. Charged. Okay. Okay. Uh, bitters. Yep. What kind? What kind? Angusters. How do you, however you say that? Ang- Angarista. There's only one bitters that I've ever known. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a few, but yes. Okay. Well, well, the one I use is the one you should use. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, 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 a dollop of sugar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a shot of Kikoman's. Orange slice. Yep. And a cherry. Oh, look at you. Now, here's the key. Well, how can you say there's no mix in there? That's all well, mix. But, here's the key. I'll come back to you later. <laughs> <laughs> the key to it is the muddling. It must be muddled. Uh, there's a tool for that. Yep. And you muddle it. You uh, pound the hell out of that. Yeah, it almost looks like a meat, uh, what do you call it, a meat stamper, a meat cleat, not a cleaver, yeah, but yeah. yeah. You muddle it and then uh, enjoy to your heart's content. The orange peel is the key. Orange sliced. You, yes, you get a little peel with it, but it's not just, it's not just a mm. peel. You want the whole orange slice. Kenny, now what was your question? And bitters, I, bitters is really the key. Oh yeah. I'm almost to the point where I would say you can't put too much bitters in. 
Yes. Unless it's that really um, that that feathery lavender style of bitters, I'm not a. Big I, I only know one kind of yeah, bitters. I'm not the a correct big, kind. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Now, how that would come in a mix, Kenny, is beyond me. I have no questions. I've never even sampled one. I have no idea. You've never had an old-fashioned? No. Oh. Mm. I'm going to look up what it's called. I, I like my te- tequila, and I like it straight. What was yeah. your line the other day with know. your neighbor you said on the air? I don't know. You went over there for a shot. Then you had to crawl home? Yeah, well, <laughs> she called me over at 3.30, and by 6.30, none of us could walk. <laughs> well, you just had to crawl down the alley, did you? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was you kind of, okay, I'm going to head for that fence, and then I'm going to head for that garage, and then I'm going to head for the front fender of my truck, and then well, the side the of my garage, and I'm going to try to hit the shed, bounce off the shed, and get to the deck, and then crawl up the steps and go Well, home. that's like when the guy's pointing with the donut. He says, oh, you went over there by Dave's. Right. Fence. He crawled over there behind the barn. <laughs> yeah. Only trust me, there were no uh, no donuts involved. No, no. All no, right, no. it's just simply called the old fashioned from Tattersall Distillery. That's just the name of it. Well, maybe are they selling pre-made old fashions? All you have to do is add ice for the ultimate old fashioned, perfect it in our cocktail room. It starts with the Tattersall Rye Whiskey, Mm. made from 100% Minnesota-grown rye and aged in charred American white oak barrels, then blended with Tattersall Sour Cherry Liqueur, bitters, sugar, and orange, Perfect for celebrations, dinner with friends, or to cap off a rewarding day. Wonderful. I, I've had it. It's it's really really. I have good. a question for you guys. Are we? At, is this part of the show? Or are we still off? Are we in a break? No, right we're, oh, we're on. We're on. Okay. Where is Tattersall? Uh, are they northeast? Oh, White Bearway. Uh, let me look up. I thought they were northeast, but let me look up exactly where they're at. Well, I wonder why the sister got a hold of this. She's not going to. She's out from up there near Grundhoffers. Really? Well, well you she, can get it in on like if you wanted to go to Elevated, they have it on their shelves. You suppose she was getting her stumble on somewhere? Uh, it's possible. <laughs> Wait, is she the one that Kenny and I got the pleasure to sit behind at the Hall of Fame ceremony? No, that's a different one. That's a, <laughs> that's a different one. I wonder what he's gonna say now. All of yeah. your brothers and sisters remind me of uh, us. Yeah, me and Reavers and Rookie <laughs> yeah. and Heights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're on Central in uh, Northeast Minneapolis. Well, congratulations to them. Thank you. Say, uh, we were wondering yesterday about private hospitals versus public hospitals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, both of us probably got it wrong. I got a note here from Bob Weatherill, who's an MD. Regents Hospital, like all hospitals in Minnesota, is nonprofit. It is owned by health partners. The only government-owned hospitals in the Twin Cities are the VA and HCMC. Some rural hospitals are owned by the community, but most are part of one of the large systems, like Health Partners, Alina, Fairview, Mayo, Sanford, etc. Okay, Park Nicollet. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, I got it. It's a nice clear up there. And who'd that come from? I mean, why do we trust him? He was a doctor. He's a doctor. I trust doctors for the most part, for the most part. See, I was looking for something here. Uh, I mentioned Grunhofer's. Uh, you now can uh, dial in your order. Are you aware of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll uh, bring it out to you. All and we need bring... is the uh, phone number. Yeah, it's 651-426-2800. They will bring it out to you from their completely safe uh, store uh, on Highway 61 and north end of Hugo. And, uh, boy, as the weekend draws near and the temperatures increase, there's nothing wrong with staying at home and grilling, right? So call Grunhoffers and place your order. 
You can get the pre-made oven-ready meatloaf. Oh, do I need a meatloaf today. 14 kinds of summer sausage, the brats, the steaks, the burgers, the jerky, the ham, the bacon, uh, the smoked salmon. Uh, they'll They'll take care of your order right there on the phone. You can pay over the phone. And when you get there, bing, bang, boom, there's your Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats for your absolute dining delight, might I say. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, uh, Grunhofer's uh, 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 dot, look that up for me, Kenny, please, I meant to earlier. Go ahead, Chris. The, the official website is Grunhofer's, because you want to go there to look at what you can order by phone. Yeah. Is it Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats dot com? Mm-hmm. Hold on, my Google's working a little slow. Grunhofer, because I have it saved in the old uh, computer here. Well, I'm sure the GLers are more computer savvy than the three of us Grunhofer's combined. Grunhofer's Meat dot com. Repeat that. Grunhofer's with an S. Grunhofer's Meat dot com. How many F's in Grunhofer's? One. Uh, one. Grunhofer's Meat That's the website, sir. There you go. You mm-hmm. pick out what you want. You call 651 426 2800. And if you don't think they're busy, and if you don't think it's worth it, last Saturday they sold 700 pounds of beef. Which we learned was what? From Doris, we learned that's about one point something steer. 1.4. A 1.4 of steer. Feel like a cow and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. Finished yeah. steer. Finished it's, just fan- it's just fantastic. Jeez. Well, you know, we tried to get through a positive Thursday, boys. Uh, I don't know if we succeeded, but we gave it our best shot. But this was a tough day for me in the boathouse. Right. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Such wants to know if he can get the Tattersall Old Fashioned at the elevated the Minneapolis store. Oh, and he can get it delivered. Beautiful. I'll put an order in for him right now. Thanks, buddy. There you go. They carry it at Elevated. You're good okay, to go. Okay, but I ain't going to that Snapchat thing or whatever No, it is. no, no. We're going to send you a case right to your front door. Yeah. It's the least you could do. Hey, uh, the, what? Jeez. Quit sending it to me on that TikTok. Uh, yeah. have you, did you see this news? I took this as positive. I know you're trying to wrap up here. but I'm not really. I have nowhere to go. Uh, citing, <laughs> citing the coronavirus, Russian President Vladimir Putin has postponed a nationwide vote on proposed constitutional amendments oh. that include a change potentially allowing him to stay in office until 2036. So they're not going to have that oh. vote. So my question, it, it, number one, is this positive? And, and number two, is he just going to put that law into effect without a vote? What's going to happen there? Section? What could possibly be positive about that? Do we want him in power until the end of time? Putin? Yeah. No, I would just soon see some sort of freedom come to that country. Right. So and He I, doesn't offer it. But what he's doing is he's putting off the vote, which means it's just something we don't have to worry about until later. You know, we're procrastinating, putting off what's obviously going to happen anyway. It's well, something. he's going to do what he has to do. My fear is it'll happen here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was wondering if you're going to go that way. Well, no, we already learned that's not going to happen here, boys. I, it won't Easter. happen. Not a lot of people know that, but it's... It's called Easter. Easter. It's when Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter bunny and came back from the dead. See? 250 years ago. Right, 250 years ago. Here's another question, Mark Such. National parks close after a flood of visitors with tens of millions of Americans under orders to stay at home or practice social distancing. Scores have been converging on places like Yellowstone, Grand Teton, and the Great Smoky Mountains. Um, so they're shutting these national parks down. Is this is this is positive, right? 
Yeah, but it leads me to wonder, uh, those are in remote areas. Yeah, number one. Remotely populated areas. What are people doing? Are, are they driving there? And if so, are they finding hotel rooms and restaurants that are open? Well, I can only speak for, well, I guess I can also speak for the Tetons, but I know for a fact right now at Yellowstone, you can't get in there. It's too late in the season to get in there on a snowmobile. And most of the hotels in Yellowstone shut down between, like, say, March 20th and um, the 1st of May or so. So this is their off-season right now, and there's only a few hotels open. And the same thing kind of holds true over at the Tetons. Which I, stayed, uh, I stayed in Yellowstone, in a Yellowstone hotel. Uh, in uh, When is uh, Martin Luther King Day? Is that in January? Yeah, and they're doing full business then because of the snowmobile. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 that's so, when I was there. Yeah, that's so there's a bunch there. of hotels, uh, and they're a lot cheaper, by the way, in the winter than they are in the summer. But I'd say that's a pretty good idea, isn't it? I think so. If we're going to social distance, we're going to social distance. I, um, I just want to tell both of you right now just how much restraint I've shown and the amount of depression I'm dealing with today because, um, <clears throat> as you both know, today is was supposed to be a very magical day and one of my favorite days of the entire calendar year. What's um, beer show tonight? No, 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 no. Today was huh? supposed to be the start of the Major League Baseball season. Oh, and, yeah. And I, uh, I awoke from a deep, dark depression and still gathered myself to come in and put on a quality broadcast Do you today. mean, Chris, maybe, do you mean by deep, dark depression, you mean a blackout drunk? That will follow uh, the program today because I'm going to lament the fact that I don't have baseball right now. So, Who was supposed to play today? We were supposed to be at the Oaklands, sir. The Twins were at the Oaklands today, March 26th. Opening day. Wow. Opening day wow. of Major League Baseball. One of the greatest days of the entire calendar year. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to further break you. Has, has this ever happened? What, that it got delayed? Yeah. Start of the Major League Baseball season. Indef- Bear with me. Okay. We don't have any place to go, do we? Nah, Definitely delayed. Uh, Are you spraying uh, down the chair again? Just a minute. I'm going to set you free here. How many opening days did you cover, by the way? Uh, okay. Boom. He didn't hear my question yeah, at all. Uh, it's 52 degrees and sunny. Oh, it would have been perfect. Hello? The first pitch, I believe, was at 3 o'clock our time, 1 o'clock their time. That would have been perfect. Hello? Yeah. He can't hear us. What happened? Hello, Joe. Come on. Don't don't mess with us. Don't do this. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna pull him down before he before he starts to swear. What what can, can you he hear have... us, Joe? No, he can't hear us. What could possibly? What could possibly? <laughs> I don't know. Let's All right, just close. <laughs> Hit the music. I want to talk about a few things while the music ramps up here. Yes. Uh, what will stay open? And this is in regard to the state here. Hardware stores, fratellonis, post offices, convenience stores, funeral homes, pharmacies, banks, food shelves, they'll all stay open. Yes, we are allowed to go outside, live it up, bike, bike, run, fish, hunt, etc. And the biggest news of all, the best news at all, staying open, liquor stores. Oh man, do we need that for sure. We will talk to you tomorrow, GLers. GarageLogic.com Get your GL gear and also please don't forget to rate and review the show. We do love all of your feedback. For Kenny, the Soul Man Olsen, and for Joe Sushri, this is Reavers. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.